Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, Kevin, Corey, Mike. Good to be with you today. Yes, sir. So we had to know, how was your birthday a couple days ago, and what do you buy? What do people get you as gifts for the man who owns the Dallas Cowboys? Well, it was a a wonderful day, and uh, uh, I got to communicate with the uh, people that uh, mean the most, and uh, I've certainly got that. Uh, I have some wonderful kids, uh, grandkids, and uh, uh, they can get uh, pretty, uh, pr- pretty entertaining uh, when they're wishing old pops a little happy birthday. And so I always do enjoy that. And it's relatively quiet because uh, uh, we. Uh, get to see. I, one of the great things about what we do is we get to see each other a lot because uh, they, of course, love the Cowboys. They are very involved in the games and activities around uh, uh, our training camp, and and uh, several of us work together. So uh, it's not a question of just uh, seeing each other. It's more a question of just kind of reaching out, touching. I know you're there, and uh, uh, so it was a. It was as as a game or as a get together goes. It was real quiet, but it was uh, real rewarding. I just uh, I can't believe that these years have uh, rolled around like they have. But uh, uh, as Clint Eastwood said, I'm not going to let the old man in. <laughs> Jerry, I believe you're too popular for this now to do this. So I was wondering when was the last time you went to the State Fair of Texas? grabbed yourself a Fletcher's corny dog and some mustard and roamed around and looked at all the cars there. It's been a little while, uh, and uh, uh, certainly in terms of uh, years. And uh, the uh, uh, going to the fair was always a, a tremendous uh, fun thing for me. Growing up, we had a big parade at our place over in the Little Rock area, and I'd ride in that parade and, and something my father put me on a little Shetland pony one time when I was too tall. I was about 14, and I held the sign up for his supermarket, and I rode that Shetland pony all the way from one town to the other town, and it was several miles. Well, uh, I was a little embarrassed because my feet almost drugged the ground, and all my buddies and friends were pointing at me and making fun, but uh, uh, Dad wanted me to do it. Mother wanted me to do it. Well, we get it over. The parade's over. Uh, and it's time to go home, and the pony, known for stubbornness, would not move. It just would not move. So my mother had a little convertible, and she took the back seat out of that convertible. We shoved that Shetland pony and stood it up in the back seat. Oh, my God. Rode home with that pony standing in the back seat. It caused wrecks almost, and that's the way we should have done the parade, is have that pony ride down through there in that back seat. But we had a big time. But it gives you a lot of the, the spunk of my mama. That's an amazing story. <laughs> and I I don't really know how to transition out you. of that. I got you, Jerry. I, I, lo- I always love hearing these stories. They're always great. Uh, I do want to kind of turn a little attention, though, to Foxborough. Because I would look at that <laughs> pony in the car, too. I would, too, man. I would just be like, what is happening? I have to see what's going on. Uh, what is, what's the experience like in Foxborough? You know, we always hear these stories, you know, of something's going on with, uh, Belichick. He's doing something up there, but what's the experience like as the owner, uh, going up there, being around those fans and, and being at that stadium? Well, first of all, we haven't gone up there many times, uh, unbelievably in 30 years. Uh, I can count them on my fingers when I've been there. 
and uh, uh, they've had, of course, uh, uh, Belichick as their coach for a long time. And and uh, but uh, it is uh, uh, it's great NFL. Uh, you have that New England feeling. Uh, you you, uh, you know you just uh, you just feel it like you picture it away. Uh, uh, they've done a great job. Uh, they're a great sports town, and so uh, they, being the Crafts uh, and Belichick, and they've done a great job of of having a lot of interest in football because got a lot of competition up there. Baseball's big, basketball's big, hockey's big. Uh, so they've done a great job, and uh, it's it's really a lot of fun. And uh, uh, you go up there, it's. Uh, uh, they um, uh, really take, a, uh, I think, a lot of pride in uh, uh, how they have evolved over the years. You know, the record on that team is a little similar to uh, uh, when I call about the record, uh, his ownership, uh, Crafts and his family's ownership, because they took over a franchise that had uh, really been on hard times, had three or four owners, and uh, have turned that into one of the great teams in the, in the country and world. Now, one of the concerns that Cowboys fans may have, I want to know if you can assuage any of those fears, is Trayvon Diggs and Tyron Smith. How are we feeling? How are they looking for Sunday's game? Looking good. Uh, they're going to be ready to go. And uh, uh, we've gotten uh, full positive reports on, uh, on uh, Tyron and uh, uh, Diggs will be ready to uh, be ready to play, and uh, so uh, uh, there's no uh, uh, no being coy about it. Uh, uh, there's uh, was uh, every reason to let them get rested, let them uh, uh, ease off on some of the things issues that they might have had, but uh, they'll be ready to play. Well, and Jerry, with the emergence of Terrence Steele. Not necessarily this week or next, but when Lyle Collins does come back, if something was to happen, uh, would you feel confident? You feel confident that you can put him on either side? Well, of course, uh, we've got other Nishi now. Nisha, uh, have a tough time with his name, but uh, uh, he's ready to play this weekend as well. Gotcha. Oh, Naseki is it Naseki? Naseki. You're about? Yeah, yeah. But Naseki is ready to go, and uh, so. Uh, yeah, he can step in there should we have an issue with Tyra. Now, I, I know we like to, and the NFL likes to keep it on the field, but unfortunately one of the big discussion points has been all the emails from the investigation of the Washington football team. I was curious, what are your thoughts about the people calling for the league to release all of their findings or all of the emails that they dug up as part of this investigation? Well, I know that uh, you have, uh, uh, as we all know, uh, uh, there are legal restrictions <clears throat> on the kinds of things that uh, uh, can uh, uh, of kinds of information when you acquire that information in a, a legal text and you uh, accumulate it, uh, then you have uh, restrictions or you accumulate that information on the condition that it won't be public. And so all of that is very important to get down to the bottom of it and uh, uh, that's uh, you know, to me, that's the status. If you don't see it, it'll be because uh, it's uh, candidly not in the best thing for future investigations. You want people to go freely, speak freely, give their information, and more often than not, they don't want to be uh, uh, have their uh, comments or have their opinions or have their experiences go public. 
Jerry, with uh, with Bill Belichick, he likes to take away something from each opponent. He likes to take like he'll say, "I want to take away this this passing game, or I'm going to take this out of the running game." What do you think that he wants to try and look at y'all's weakness and take that away, or maybe even whatever the Cowboys' biggest strength is? Well, again, your question implies my answer is going to address our weakness, and I don't want it to. That's <laughs> <laughs> not the case. Uh, but he will look for ways to uh, have some winning plays on special teams. I admire him for that. And I think it's uh, uh, been a big reason for their success. And he will be, uh, he won't give you the looks that you expect. I admire that. Uh, a lot of coaches talk about we're going to take uh, uh, the attributes of the players that we've got ready to play Sunday, and we're going to tailor what we do based upon how they can best execute them. A lot of coaches talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk on that. He does. He puts out their imaginative um, uh, imaginative schemes. He uses his talent that he's got available to him that day, and uh, he, he does that. And uh, uh, he makes unconventional decisions in many cases out there, and it works, and he's been so successful with it. So I really admire him as a coach. When it comes to Belichick, we were listening to audio of some of his press conferences, and he was really praising your son, Stephen Jones, on a lot of kind of maybe the construction of talent that has been accumulated that he's about to have to uh, compete against on Sunday. What do you say about maybe your son, Stephen, on, on how he's done and then maybe grown into this over time on, on being a guy that has constructed a, a roster that looks like it can compete for a championship? Well, well, I think this. I think uh, Stephen would be the first to tell you that uh, uh, it's a uh, it's a team effort. Uh, uh, but I, I personally uh, uh, think that that the uh, I personally think that the job that Stephen has done has been outstanding, and uh, that encompasses not only not only uh, the uh, uh, salary cap. Uh, but also uh, uh, the use of our resources. And uh, I think he combines all of that. Uh, he knows that there's accountability uh, to our uh, salary cap three years down the road. And so when you make a decision today, uh, it's got to uh, be ready to be uh, ingested uh, relative to uh, what you've got to spend down the road. I think all of that is very important. Uh, looking at the whole picture uh, is extremely important. Uh, he does that. Uh, Stephen, we thought, was uh, as a dad, uh, uh, I wanted him to drill wells and be, uh, he was a chemical engineer. And so uh, uh, he, uh, the farthest thing from his mind, I'm sure, was doing what he's doing today. Uh, but he's outstanding there. He's outstanding in his league uh, uh, participation. He's on the uh, competition committee, and they set the game and set the rules. Uh, he uh, enjoys a great reputation on that competition committee, uh, and so that gets him down in the weeds relative to of what we're doing. And so he's a great asset to us and uh, has, uh, is 30 years in the making. What is that? The old overnight success. <laughs> now, 
Now, speaking of Stephen, we have him on every Monday. And a couple of weeks ago, he had to emphatically shut the door so people wouldn't interrupt him. (laughs) Is it entirely possible, as observant people that we are, that you had to just emphatically knock on your desk to get somebody out of the way of our conversation? That's exactly right. I couldn't I couldn't concentrate on my answer at all because of the action that was going on uh, right outside the, the area. And so that's exactly what you heard. And if you heard glass break, that might have been what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Pepsi I've got going that way. Uh, Jerry, I had a, I had a dream last night that, that Diggs did not get another interception, but he did pick up a fumble for six points. Would it be a letdown after what he's accomplished so far this year <laughs> if he didn't get an interception? Keep going. Would, would that be a letdown for you? You're saying just keep going, just keep getting them? Well, I'd hate to let your dreams down now, because you can have some fun in dreams. Mm-hmm, yep. But uh, <laughs> uh, the answer is no, uh, because uh, uh, we all know that uh, uh, the presence, uh, uh, the uh, uh, his abilities are becoming uh, uh, pretty accepted, and so that will impact the offenses that we play. Deion Sanders had that impact. And they played away from Dion, And it was like, in many cases, having 12 guys out there. And it was a heck of an advantage. And we used it. It's very similar to using the sideline. When you've got a ball positioned on the field, you should use your sideline as though it were another player over there if you've got the edge on him and it in, tackling or pass defense. So bottom line is that uh, uh, Diggs is – uh, abilities, his uh, continued evolving uh, will serve, will help this defense in a lot of ways. Uh, same thing with uh, some of the other guys that we've got out there that are showing some inordinate uh, skills uh, that uh, uh, can uh, have a team game planning. I'll never forget Ernie Zampezi. We were lining up our best players after the season one year in the early 90s or middle 90s. And we would put our top guy up there, and it might be Eggman in most cases, or it might be Emmett Smith. We'd go down the list. And our offensive coordinator, Ernie Zampezi, would walk up to the board and put Charles Haley eight inches above Aikman. Wow. And he would say, guys, this is where Charles Haley needs to go. I have game planned against him, and I understand what he is. He absolutely wrecks the mentality of any offensive coach he faces. You've got to account for him. I put him at the top of the list. Now, I know you said we don't want to crush Corey's dreams, and I understand everyone at the star is focused on the Patriots, but when do you look at the way the season is going and allow yourself to dream about maybe a return to the Super Bowl? But it, uh, I can do that uh, uh, after a ball game, and I do. Uh, there's uh, so much of our game that gives you reason to be uh, concerned or reason to doubt uh, uh, because uh, just the nature of if you look ahead at the competition, if you look ahead at the happen chance that happens in a ball game that you can have the best team and still not come out with the win. When you look at all of the things that uh, are ahead for you, but then you have a time for whatever the reason, a play, a quarter, or an end of the game, to think positively, 
you get all over that. Jump all over it, uh, uh, ingest it any way you can. Just soak up in it because they're rare in football. And that's what keeps you excited and passionate about making your next decision with a lot of positive to it. Well, Jerry, we appreciate having you on every week. Our only request is go easy on whoever was trying to distract <laughs> us, and we'll catch you again next Friday. If if I've shared their name, you'd know I'm going to go easy. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very Thanks, much, Jerry. Jerry. I'll, I'll ask them sweetly, could you hold it down, please, just a little bit for me? Uh, there won't be any growling at that person, I promise you. Outstanding. Thank Thanks, you very Jerry. much, good sir. Bye.